Well, this morning I want to talk about leaning on the strength of God. Now, I am talking to the men, I am talking to the dads, but this does still apply to all of us. But I want to start off, um, I don't know if you've ever seen it before, where kids are bragging about their dads to other kids. And, and the thing is, they try and outdo each other. So my, my dad's so strong that he can lift all the groceries in by himself. He just doesn't do that. He, he can, but he just doesn't do that. Like, um, my dad's so strong that he can lift up the sofa above his head and vacuum underneath it and put it back down. My dad's so strong that when he walks outside and brings the mower, the grass all just lies down and cuts itself. My dad is so strong that instead of like using ramps to lift up the car to get underneath and look at it, he just picks it up at the front and uses his other hand to tighten everything. My dad's so strong that he could beat up your dad. No, no, no. My dad is so... And then on it goes. And so we have kids who look up to their dads and who are saying, hey, my dad is, is strong. And in that, we have, for men in our world, we have this, at times, confusing expectation to be strong. I'll get on to the confusing bit in a second, but there is an expectation to be strong. Like, now, and this is not, it's an expectation, it's not the same. Some houses are different. In some houses, the wife, maybe the kids, are the one who kills the cockroaches. Okay? Like, may, maybe, um, no, I can't do it, I just, I can't put up with that. Oh, you're going to have to kill the cockroaches. Yep, I've, I'm not afraid of crocodiles, but cockroaches, give me the heebie-jeebies. For some, but for a lot of us, we have this expectation to be strong. If something's broken, dad, you've got to fix it. Um, if something's like scary, dad, you're the one we're going to go to. Now, if you want comfort, we go to mum. But dad, if there is something scary right now, I want you to go deal with it. And And so... It's sort of left to, to dads to be strong. But the thing is, there's this false idea about strength when it comes to actually living it out. Because what ends up happening is that we have these principles that are in place is that you can do it. You can do it. And often is you can do it alone. You've got this. You can, you can power on through. You can overcome and you don't need anyone else's house, uh, anyone else's help. You can trust in yourself. Then we hear things like, don't be a wuss. Don't, don't sort of cop out. You, you can overcome in this area. You need to sort of have a spoonful of concrete and toughen up. We have these, these ideas of, of strength. And then you throw in like man flu and how we have to overcome that at times. We are really sort of have to put up with a lot as men. But the thing is, I do want to talk about this idea of, of being, of the confusing idea of strength, of being strong. Because the idea of, of stereotypes, again, not all stereotypes are right, not all stereotypes are good. But again, over the generations, there has been this idea that men have been created by God to to oversee the family, to guide it and to protect it and to provide for it. Now that's done in mutual sort of sort of partnership with with the wife and as they, they do that. 
But all of a sudden, basically, we have a society that is very confused by what men are, by what women are, and, and, and everything in between. And so all of a sudden, the role of men and the role of fathers has been undermined for many, many years. And so all of a sudden, we want you to be strong, but soft. We want you to be, um, we want you to be decisive, but don't take away my choice. We, we want you to do this and, and, but do it this way. And all of a sudden men are going, I don't, I can't say or do anything without offending someone. And so I've retreated into myself. And so it becomes very confusing what it means to be even strong in our world. A lot of times when we look at what it means to be strong, it, it comes back to how fast we can drive a car or how much money we make in our job, how many beers I can drink before falling over flat on my face. And all of the things, the things that we celebrate being men, you kind of go, is that really what it is to be strong as a man? And so today I really want to talk about being strong, really strong. And to be really strong, we need to trust, we need to learn to trust, to lean on that real strength. Psalm 62.2, it says, Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Now, straight away, that, that verse kind of has some really definite sort of, sort of, aspects of it some things that aren't going to be rocked at all so you've got here's my rock now the things about rocks is they're pretty secure and that becomes a problem with rocks is too if you kick your toe on one it hurts because the rock is more secure than your toe is if and so it's meant to be something that is is stable that you can build build upon we, we know the bible story the wise man built his house upon the rock it's a sure thing it goes on, he is my fortress. So no longer, and so this is the psalmist talking about God. God is my rock, but it goes even bigger than that. He is my fortress. Now, some of you might think, my house, my castle, but I don't know if you'd describe it as a fortress. Like you want to sort of go, unless you've got security windows on every single thing and it takes you half an hour to get out of your house. Like most of us wouldn't describe our houses as, as, as a fortress, something that people would be able to defend against all those, the zombie apocalypse that is about to rise up. We, we wouldn't describe our homes that, own that way, but the psalmist here is describing God as a fortress, something that I can reside in and feel protected and, and secured and something I can defend myself from. And then we see this next phrase, and I will not be shaken. I don't know about you, but there are times, have you ever had someone say to you, go, I don't know how you do it. You're doing such a great job. And you think, I don't know how I'm doing either. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm pretending and it sort of seems to be falling in place and you're just waiting for something to fall apart. Like you're on a, a billy cart and you're waiting for the steering wheel to come off. And once that happens, you know, it's not going to be good from here. There's going to come a point where it's going to need to stop and if I'm still going fast, that's going to be painful for everyone. But the thing is, we will not be shaken with God. There is a security there that we can have. Now, this is so important for the psalmist. When we jump down to verse 6, he says, Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, and I will not be shaken. 
Now, again, you could say the psalmist is just going, couldn't think of another line, I'm just going to repeat it and just fit it in there. But I think it's more, more to the point that the psalmist is wanting us to catch onto this idea that God is someone that we can totally rest upon, lean into, find our strength in and, and be, have a fortress and, and not be shaken. And so this is the thing I want to talk about first today. To be strong men, we need to lean into God. To be strong men, we need to lean into God. And the thing is, that actually requires us to, you know how when you lean on something, you actually put your weight on it? Now, how do you think you'd, I'd go if I leant onto this? And some of you are going to try it, see what happens. Yeah, like I can see it. You, you're wanting to see me lean into it and fall down and, and like a bit of humour and the sermon finishes quickly. So, but the thing is, this wouldn't be good to lean on. It's not a sure foundation. Now, if I went over this way and leaned on the wall, hopefully, yep, yeah, it's holding me up. It's good. So it's just, it's a secure wall. And that's what God is trying to say is that some things that in life we lean on, they're not secure. We, we build foundation upon, we've got a brand new job and God is going to be sort of, my, my life's all of a sudden going to be better because I've got this job. And all of a sudden it becomes harder than you want it to be. Or it, it's sort of, you get fired after two weeks or they downsize and you can't rely on that anymore. We get to the point where we, we trust in, in relationships or we trust in the things that we have. We trust in our own ability to get us out, out of a mess. And all of a sudden, the mess just gets bigger. We need to lean on something. And, and, and there are a number of ways that we need to lean on God. First of all, like we need to lean on Him, God, for direction. Do you know what? We, we often joke that men don't like asking for directions. We oh, will get there eventually. Now, the thing is, we're about to leave on a trip today. And if, if, I and mean, it's the beauty of, of, of um, I suppose, Google Maps these days. Like, you don't have to ask for directions um, because there'll be another female voice in the car telling you which way to go. Um, so that's going to be happening. And, and so you, hopefully you don't get lost. Hopefully you don't get in a position where you are... But in life, there's not a... Well, there is, there is a Google Maps in life. It's, we just don't go to it much. Our Bible is is our Google Maps. It will tell us which way to go. It will guide us in the direction. And as we get into God's word, and as we get time with God, all of a sudden, God says, hey, you're taking the right step. Or, no, no, not that way. That way. You are going the wrong way. Or, just wait. It's a red light right now. You don't want to duck out into that traffic. And God will speak to us in that way and guide us. But see, this is the thing. If we don't lead on God for direction, we don't get that direction or we miss that direction that God has. And so if we're wanting to be men of God and men of strength, we, and we need to lean on God. So that means we've got to swallow our pride at times and say, God wants us to do this. God wants to go, uh, for us to go in this way. We need to lean on God for salvation. Now, this is probably like, yeah, most of us theological go, yeah, that's no-brainer. I understand God saved us. God went for the cross and, and all that. But I wanted to take this a, <coughs> a little bit deeper in the sense that, do you know what? Sometimes we have this idea that 
we're the hero of our own story. We've got to save those around us and, and do all those things. We actually need to show the example that, hey, I need to be saved by grace. I, I am a sinner. Now, think about your kids. Do your kids ever see yourself confess to anything or ask forgiveness for things or, or, or like show a need for grace in your life? I think sometimes maybe it's, it's, maybe it's a parent thing that we have to be right all the time. Otherwise, our authority to say, no, you're wrong, disappears. We, we want to say to our kids, I told you to do this. You haven't done it like an, I live the perfect life and, and therefore you must listen to me. But it's important for us to model the idea that we need God's salvation. We need God's grace. And we do that at times by, at time, at, at requesting that forgiveness, asking for grace, asking for mercy. And so it becomes an example that we need to live on. Um, Psalm 62, 7 says, My salvation and my honor depend on how hard I work and how good I look. Oh, okay, you've got the different version up there, I see. Uh, my salvation and my honor depend on God, and he is my mighty rock and my refuge. So the psalmist here again is saying, my salvation, to be saved, to be in a way that I am living out the full life that God wants for me, depend on him. And then he actually adds in a few more phrases about being a sure foundation. He is my mighty rock and my refuge. So we need to lean on God for direction. We need to lean on God for salvation. We also need to lean on God for strength. Now, what I mean by this, because I've already talking about this idea, I, I'm not talking about leaning on God for strength when your strength runs out. Anyone ever done that? I know I'm in that boat. There have been times when I've lived and I'm going, God, I've got this and I get to this point. God, I got, don't got this anymore. And can you help out? And praise God, he comes in, he blesses me, gets me through that challenge. And that challenge might last for an hour. That might challenge might last for two years. But God got me, got me through it. His strength came through. But what I'm talking about here is that we need to lean on God's strength right from the get-go. We need to enter that moment and say, God, we're, we're going to face a challenge. We're going to face a, 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 a calling that you're following, that you, I, need, I need to follow through on. And I need to be at a point where I say, God, I can't do this without your strength in my life. When I get up in the morning, I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to trust in the strength for me to get through this. I'm not going to trust in, in my own ability. I'm not going to trust how many times I go to the gym. I'm not going to trust how fast my car is. I'm not going to trust on how much money I have. I'm not going to trust on, the, on the how good a coffee I get or how many coffees I get to get me through the day. I'm going to trust in your strength first and foremost. And when I'm feeling weak, I'm going to dig in even deeper into your strength. We also need to learn to lean on God for wisdom. One of the things as a dad is that I've learned that basically you have the answer for everything even when you don't. Um, you have an answer for everything even when it's bedtime. 
you have the answer for anything, even when you are watching a movie and you don't want to answer that question. You have an answer for things that are broken. You have an answer to, to, to all kinds of things. And we are left scratching our heads at times, wondering, going, well, why do they keep asking me? Because I, I don't know myself. Again, we fall into the world where Google helps us out a lot. But sometimes we actually are really lacking the wisdom that we need to sort of guide those around us. And this is the thing, when it comes to wisdom, it, it may not come directly from experience. It may come from watching others. And this is, the, I suppose, the beautiful thing about the church is that there are some lessons I don't need to learn all by myself like they've never existed before. We've got people in this church who go, hey, I've been through that as well. I can pray for you. I can share with you. I can encourage you. I can, I can give you advice. It's, it's all there. And so basically we need to be open to, to the wisdom that God is providing around us. But again, it comes back to leaning on God's wisdom in, in, in the Bible. And some of it's real practical. Like if the problem is too big and you can't fix it, what does the Bible say? Trust me. Okay, good wisdom. Do I need to worry? No, it says I don't need to worry. It actually says that in, in Bible verses. Do not worry. It says it quite a few times. Oh, it says, do not be afraid. Okay, good wisdom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apply that to my life. God says, don't be afraid. God says, when you're worried, has anyone ever worried about providing for their families? There's, 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 there's been days. There's been weeks. Some, and some of those have bled together into make it longer periods of times. And God says, I will provide your needs. That's my eyes on the sparrow. He looks at us in that way. Now, all this wisdom, all these principles we get from God's word to tell us about who God is. And so I don't, sometimes I don't need to sort of solve the problem myself. And, and even in doing this, sometimes I need to realize, and I'm, I'm, this is the thing, I'm, this is where my wisdom is improving. I'm realizing that a lot of times I don't have enough knowledge to make the right choice. And so to seek out people who have greater wisdom, greater knowledge than me to help me make the wise choice. Maybe when I was younger. So I don't know how long ago I was younger, but like it might have been, it might have been closer than I wanted to say. But, but maybe it was like, okay, I can trust in my own ability to make the decisions I need to for my life. In the past years, there's been decisions I've, I've said to my wife, I don't know what to do in this situation. Now, that's okay to be able to do that because I think, I think when I was younger, I went, no, I've got to have all the answers. So if I don't have one right now, I've got to get the right answer and fix the problem so everything's all good again. No, sometimes it's a journey you must go through, but sometimes I don't have the answers. And it is not weakness to trust in God when you don't have the answers. That, in fact, is real strength. And this is one of the things we need to realize when it comes to leaning on the strength of God. The idea of leaning not only benefits us, it does. When we lean on God for strength, we have strength. When we lean on God for direction, we get direction. When we lean on God for salvation, we are living in and experiencing and living out our, our salvation in a real way. When we lean on God for wisdom, it comes. 
Those are the benefits for us. But it has a flow-on effect. As men, when we learn to lean into God, we actually set a great example for all those around us. Do you, do you realize that? When you lean into God, instead of saying, I've got this, instead of sort of having the ability to get you out of, yourself out of a problem or pretending at least that is the case, to say, hey, this is a big problem. What are we going to do? We're going to pray about it. We're going to trust God about it. We're not going to worry because we know God's got this. Whatever happens, God is in control. All those things set an example for those around us, our children, our wives, those in our church, other men, to show how we actually are living out the idea of leaning onto God for strength. And as we lean into God, we will learn from him. We will learn how to love better as a dad. We'll learn to love better as a man. We'll learn how to be gracious. We'll learn how to guide ourselves and therefore guide others because we are trusting in God. And ultimately, we pick up where I want to finish up today in Psalm 62 verse 8. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. For God is our refuge. The psalmist has sort of picked up that idea a bit. Fortress, rock, refuge, a place that you feel safe. The thing is, as men, we, we, we kind of keep our problems in this sphere, don't we? Like, why? Because we need to be strong. We need to be strong. I'm not going to show people how weak I am. Like Superman doesn't share his problems. Batman definitely doesn't share his problems. But then Batman has issues, doesn't he? Like he goes around in his underwear at night time. So maybe he should have shared with someone. But this is the thing. When we look at the start of this verse, it says, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him. Now, the thing is, most of us yet we struggle to share with other people. Some of us struggle to share with God. Our prayer might sound something like, Hey God, what's up? I'm doing okay. Can you help me with these few things? Amen. And if it was a conversation, if God was present there with us, God would say to us, How are things really going? Oh, they're fine. Really? You do realize I can look at your life and everything you go through. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, I suppose there's been a few bumps. You call them bumps? Like, your life almost fell apart like three times this week. Do you want to tell me about it? Uh, not really. How can you trust in God when you won't even share with God what's in your heart? But to take it a step further, to actually share yourselves with godly men who will pray for you and support you, all of, a, all of a sudden we go back to this idea where we are leaning fully into something that is strong. So today you may not be struggling. You might be having a good morning. You've had a good breakfast. You're thinking about having a good morning tea hour afterwards. But I can guarantee this, that in life you will find situations that come up again where all of a sudden you will need God's strength again. And so it is better to live in a constant state 
of leaning on God's strength, trusting in him at all times rather than running to him when you run out of everything else in your life. And so I want to challenge you today as men, as fathers, as the whole church to live in a way where you are leaning on the strength of God. Let's take some time to pray. Lord, today as we um, gather here today, we do want to be men who are strong and um, are in a position where we are learning to, to rely upon your strength, um, to, to rely on your direction, to rely on, on your, your wisdom and rely on your salvation in our life. I pray that we would um, get to a point where we are able to, to live um, out our faith in a real way so that others will learn to trust in you through the way that we live. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen.